My Crown, the podcast. Welcome to Respect My Crown, the podcast. My name is Jillian J.J. Simmons. Super excited about today's guest. Her name is Keisha Simmons. No, we are not related, but we're going to talk about that in a minute because we kind of are. <laughs> Keisha is the founder of Teen Kick which is a nonprofit that inspires and empowers uh, teens to be the best version of themselves and to walk in purpose. Uh, she also is a counselor. Mm. She does some counseling with kids and women, and she's very passionate about helping people to get their lives together, okay? Um, welcome my good friend, Keisha Simmons. Um, hey, girl! So we are related, however, <laughs> However, when we first met, we met at KIPP, right? Yeah, at KIPP Academy. So we're in line, we're getting our badges, our name cards, and... And that's exactly how it happened. So they were calling me Coach K, and it was like, Coach K, let me see, um, where's your name badge? And you were in front of me. And then they said, and someone told them, her last name is Simmons. And JJ turns around and says, oh, we're cousins. Hey, friend. And that's how it started. And we've been cousins ever since. Ever since. And not only do we share the same last name, but we share the same birth date. Yep. I, however, am the elder. Yes, but, uh, she is. <laughs> but we have the same exact birth dates. Uh, we both have family members named Alani. Yes. Which is so crazy. And then even our life experiences have been very similar. You know, yeah. you, uh, we both have dated narcissists. Yep. Um, overcome them. And overcome narcissistic yes. abuse. High five on that part yes. right there. Okay. Uh, we both have, I don't even know what you want to call it. Uh, interesting dynamics with our mothers. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> like, Very true. And so we've been able to really bond on our experiences, um, you know, sharing our own healing yeah. uh, tools with each other. And I just love you to death. Like, like you are one of those dream friends. Like, Seriously, so you know, people have like dream houses, and like you know, it's like I just, like you're a dream friend. You're the Am I the dream friend in the head? Like people would say, like yeah, you're that really? person. Like you're the person who's like, man, if I could have a friend who who can be relatable, can empathize, can uh, be transparent and just honest, and create a space for me to be vulnerable. Um, a friend that can uh, lift you up, you know, when you need to be lifted up. Uh, she loved Jesus. I love Jesus. Like, yes. like you. And no shame about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you're like a dream friend. Oh, I appreciate that because I feel the same way about you. Girl, I'm not going to get into this right now. I'm just saying it's I'm so not... true. It's so true. I value you so much. Yeah, I'm so grateful for you and your life. Okay, and you, on, you, I know, right? Makeup. Look, we're not going to do this today. Makeup. So. <laughs> no. They're not here. Which, they're not here. They're gone. Um, we often talk about our conversations about self-awareness, yes. right? Mm -hmm. At what moment 
in your life did you feel like ooh I need to take a hard look at myself because mm. there's some healing that needs to be done there like what mm -hmm. pivotal moment was that mm -hmm. I know the exact moment interestingly enough I was very young I was 19 years old mm. so um, most that know my story if you don't I was abused as a child um, sexually verbally emotionally and I was a suicidal teen which mm. is why I work so much with suicidal teens right mm. and during that time as a teenager I was forced to see a psychologist due to me attempting suicide for three times they were like okay something really has to be wrong with this chick wow. let's force her to go and see someone and seek help and I remember the moment I was in there um, after five sessions and my psychologist told me that, um, you know, after I poured my heart out to this man, and he was like, huh, this is so interesting. And I said, what is that? He said, well, 98% of the people who have gone through what you've experienced, they turn toward that pain, not because that's what they want to do, but it's because that's the only thing that they know. Mm. He said only 2% turn opposite of. Wow. And I remember in that moment at 15 years old at that time, I said, I was sniffling. I said, I'm going to be that 2%. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he smirked. He said, huh, we'll oh. see. Oh. Now, most people, when I tell the story to teens, they're like, ooh. Yeah. You know, but God knew what he was doing because... I've always been an athlete, right? I love to play sports. I believe in it. I believe in competition. Mm -hmm. I love to give my best. Yeah. Even very young, I was always like that. And so what that did for me was challenge me to show him mm. that I would be yeah. the 2%. Yeah. And so I started to do things differently. I stopped fighting. I used to fight a lot. Really? Um, yes, I, I know. No one can believe it now. never but it is, So I was a fighter and wow. I only fought boys. Oh, wow. But Interesting. If you study psychology, you know the reason why was because I was being abused by right, men. Right, right. And so even if a young boy, like, just said something harsh to me or in a plain manner or something like that, I would immediately let go my anger on him because right. I had so much built up from what was going on at home. Yeah. That was what Woo! happened. Yes. Yeah. You learn something new every day. I know I, I do. I know. I this know. is how all of our conversations are. All the time. It's I know. It's like, really? I never knew that happened. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. But you know, we see this all the time. Mm -hmm. You look at people who are, you know, celebrities that are very impactful to our world and who have overcome the odds. There's always some type of trauma. Yeah. You know, that exists. And most of the time it's in our childhood. Right. Yep. And so, you know, I always talk about like Oprah and, mm -hmm. you know, Maya Angelou. It's like to think Maya Angelou didn't talk. She I was know. mute after being sexually abused by her mom's boyfriend. Um, and then a person who was mute for years became the most powerful voice. Yes. In the world. In the world. <laughs> Yeah. Maya on a coin. She on Come that twenty five. Give me Come my Maya. Give exactly. me my Maya. All right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not using no more dollar bills. I'm gonna use all quarters. I'm gonna give you thirty nine Mayas. All right. 
keep the change. I, love I want you. you to keep that. All I right? love you. But like to answer your your question, the pivotal moment happened to me at 19, which was I gave myself to Christ at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. I chose to become baptized and said I was going to be completely different from what I saw. Wow. And the thing that most don't talk about is it's not an immediate change you see mm-hmm. right after. You feel something different and you desire to be different, right. but you still have struggles. Oh yeah. And at 19 was the pivotal moment for me because I realized although I gave myself to Christ, I was still operating in a place that showcased hurt. Mm. So I wouldn't let people in. Yeah. I was very standoffish. I didn't trust anyone. Oh, I yeah. had one friend. Wow. <laughs> That's it. And any time that a guy would want to talk to me or date me, I just knew that they wanted something. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to have it. You can't get no play here. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting it off before it starts. Yeah. And it was brought to my attention with one of my really good friends who I've been friends with for over 20 years um, because I recognized how every man in her life, her father, her brothers, her uncles, they were all great men. Mm. And I asked God to show me great men because I didn't believe that there were any. Wow. And at that moment was the pivotal moment for me to start trusting, start changing and becoming exactly who it is he had called me to. Yes. So that was my pivotal moment. I'm so, I, you know, you hate to hear about those things that happen to people, mm-hmm. but when you see how they've overcome and who it has created them to be, right? Yeah. It's just like, dang, you're such a powerful person and you are helping teens who have come from similar situations, right, to mm-hmm. find their power. So I want to learn more about, you know, the work that you're doing with Teen Kick and and what are the tools that you're giving to these kids to help them to heal also? Sure. So a couple of things. So with Teen Kick, as JJ shared, my goal is just to enrich and empower teens to understand who they are in Christ versus the world. And the way that I do that is being able to go to their level mm-hmm. and then bring them up to where we want to see them. Okay. A lot of times teens feel unheard mm-hmm. because... They feel like you don't get me. You're right. not listening to me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just gotta shut up. <laughs> you know, like just be quiet for a moment and hear what they have to say. Yeah. And then you're able to lead them in the direction. And they're more actually open to being led oh, when yeah. they know that you care. Oh yeah. So with teens, um, not just my nonprofit, but I'll speak about that for a moment. My nonprofit. Um, I take teen girls from all over. Every summer we do a retreat. We haven't done it the past two years due to COVID. Yeah. But that's changing. Yes. (laughs) But um, the last retreat that we had, we took 60 girls to a retreat right outside of Katy, Texas. And we invite wonderful people like Miss JJ and other influencers to come and speak to the teens and show them a way of life that's different from what they currently see. So um, typically I'm dealing with those that are coming from underprivileged areas, um, underdeserved, underserved communities. Mm -hmm. But what I did in that last retreat was incorporate teens from everywhere. Mm -hmm. So no matter if you were coming from a town like Port Arthur, Texas, that has 86% poverty rate. Yeah or from Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. or from Georgia, or you know, from Florida, where these girls came from everywhere and they were from all different backgrounds. Wow. And what I was able to see was what happened when we put them all together mm-hmm. and showing them that they still had a commonality mm-hmm. amongst them all, mm-hmm. which they all 
wanted to know that they mattered. Mm. So with the team kick, I love to show girls that they matter. And I do that through providing workshops, providing the retreats, being able to provide mentorship. A lot of our girls that go off to college, we have people that work with them specifically to help them as they transition. Uh, we give them kick care um, kits where oh. when they're transitioning, they get like stuff for their dorm rooms oh, and things like cute. that. And they have the opportunity to then come back and serve yeah. so we can keep the relationship and the cycle going. Yeah. Once you move forward, you're pulling back. Um, and then within schools, what I'm doing is providing programs. Right now, I'm actually doing the I Am program. Yes, I want to hear about that too. Yes, so um, I always tell teens the most powerful thing that they can speak is whatever they choose to put behind the words I am. Mm -hmm. That's actually with anybody, y'all, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's not just with teens. Um, but if we can get them in that state, in that vulnerable state where they are in that generation right there, it changes the trajectory of their lives. Yeah. So I like to teach them the power of their words and through the, the I Am project, we are teaching them how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I go into schools for six weeks, one day out of each week, and I'm doing different workshops based on the things that, that teens are going dealing with at this very moment, mm -hmm. but showing them how they can change the situation through their words. Oh, I like that. So that's what I am is all about. You said that some of your workshops are based on what teens are yes. dealing with. What is the one thing you Ooh. feel like, I see this over and over and over again? Right now, the I, I, they say identity crisis, I call it unidentity. Mm -hmm. So not knowing who they are. Mm -hmm. They're trying to actually find a place of where they fit in. Mm -hmm. So teens are dealing with issues with sexuality, understanding, you know, am I a boy or am I a girl today because this is acceptable and this is what we see. Mm -hmm. um, they're struggling with what they see on social media and not realizing that there's a lot of airbrushing and lots of different apps that change yes. how you see yes. this person on social media. Yeah. They're dealing with um, knowing how to, struggling with um, the identity that their parents have for them mm. versus what they desire mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's it's so many different things so many facets when it comes to understanding their identity yeah. but that's the biggest issue yeah. that yeah. teens are dealing with right now i i love that we both do similar work too i forgot to mention that part. yeah the non-profit non yes uh, <laughs> they do a lot of work with girls yes um you know you said a couple of things that really stand out which i think is so important so if there are any parents that are are tuned in you know, our kids want us to listen more than anything. Our kids have a lot to say, but are we really creating a space for them to really talk? And and a space is non-judgmental because that part. you know you want your these kids to be able and 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 let's be real about it. Sometimes it's really hard for them to do that with a parent. Mm -hmm. So when they have someone like you who's a coach or can be a mentor to them where you do provide that space because I'm sure kids are sharing things with you that they would not dare mm -hmm. say to you know a parent well what advice can you give to a parent you know to open that space up for them to talk? well the first thing I would say is parents you have to be willing to allow 
those people that can have an impact on your team in a positive light, allow your teens to be with them and don't feel as if you failed as a parent simply because your teen chooses to open up to this person more than you. Mm. That's actually a gateway for them to start opening up to you. Right. So um, we have to be more open mm-hmm. to allowing our village to be built. Yes. You know, back in the day, it was all about it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. Now we trying to do it all on our own for yeah. what? Because I got snatched up by a couple of neighbors. Listen, that was normal. <laughs> Listen, now it's not nowadays. Oh, you, you don't touch my. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. It's like it's not even about that. It's about uh, number one, using discernment, the spirit of discernment, to know who it is that they should be around, yeah. and then allowing that to happen. Yeah. Because if you can't do it, mm-hmm. or if you haven't been successful in doing it currently, yeah, God is giving you a way to let that happen. Oh yeah. So you yeah. can have that relationship built. The second thing I would say is God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're so quick to tell them, mm-hmm. I told you, you need to do that, you know, and we're continuously going on. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to want to lead your children in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. But we all have different love languages. Mm-hmm. And if you don't learn how to communicate in a way that's effective for that relationship with them, yeah, you're going to lose it. Yeah. yeah. Because just because you like to be spoken to that way mm-hmm. doesn't mean your child likes oh, to. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's the one thing, you know, like so many times I hear parents we want our kids to be better than what we were, our experience more than what we had. Mm-hmm. And those are really great. But did you ever ask what they want? Right. Yeah. Yo, my child, he could care less if he has toys. My son is four going on 14, y'all. <laughs> he will play with a box. Yep. What brings him joy is spending time with yes. me. Oh, That's his time. thing. So yeah. finding out what works for them, not what works for you, right. is the key to building a great team. Yeah. Into, you know, not having mental issues and going into a great home. Yes. And we're both single moms. Mm-hmm. And so we can also understand and empathize with single mothers yes. on the other side of that right like for me i just know that there are single moms that are out there you're working two jobs you're you know yeah. trying to make ends meet maybe you have other kids and i'm not making an excuse mm-hmm. but i'm just i understand it, right yes. it's you just see the like whole picture yeah you can mm-hmm. see the whole picture i can mm-hmm. see we can take a look at kids and we can see why okay mm-hmm. yeah because your mom is gone all the mm-hmm. time right mm-hmm. and so it's so even more important for us to understand how this village is a necessity it is it's a necessity and even in our busiest moments we still have to recognize when we need to stop. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, those are facts. I mean, yeah, because we don't stop until the crisis until, happens. Yeah, right. And we, then it's just like we want to be reactive then. Yeah, but it's about being proactive. Yeah. So yeah. how do you change it before it happens? Yeah, yeah. Having those conversations. I want you to finish this sentence. <laughs> okay. I am still learning. Oh, I am still learning. Hmm. What am I still learning? I am still learning to give myself grace. Hmm. Yes. And how do you do that? Woo! 
sit down and allow God to be God. Yeah. Not um, striving for perfection all the time. Ooh. Because a lot of times, um, you know, I'm a creative. I have lots of different ideas that may come to me. But sometimes I don't launch because I want it to be perfect. And God is like, like, I told you to launch that in 2012. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and then if I launch it and it doesn't have the immediate immediate response Oof, that yeah. I was expecting. Yes, yes. I start to become critical. Yeah. And so I have to learn, and I'm still learning, how to give myself grace. Oh, yeah. I get that. That's one of... I don't want to say like a struggle but definitely something I'm still learning in a space where I I'm trying it's you know sometimes you're trying not to be like the parent that you were in the household yeah. with and so that part. I am probably harder on myself mm-hmm. just you know and it's only these are moments right mm-hmm. where you're just like I can see it coming and I'm like oh my gosh I cannot I'm not gonna be like her I'm just not and you're like Hey, give yourself grace that sometimes we we're not gonna know everything. Yeah. This is a journey. Life is a journey. Yes, not a destination. And it's Come just on. like give yourself that grace to get it wrong sometimes mm-hmm. and know it's okay. Like you will mm-hmm. recover. Life ain't ending. You know what I mean? Like, so I get that. I have um shirts that I sell that say give yourself grace. You can actually check those out. <laughs> Kind of throw in a cheap plug there. Uh, I love it, <laughs> but it's something I think a lot of people, especially moms. Oh yeah, moms. Period. Whether you're a single mom, yeah. a working mom, a mom with a husband, it don't matter. Yeah. Moms. Period. We have to give ourselves grace. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's too much. Um, with the work that you do, I wanted I want people to know how they can get involved. I'm sure that you can always use volunteers and mentors yes. and um, you know this project that you're doing with the IM walls, you know schools. There may be some educators that are listening. You know, can you tell people how they can get involved with your project? Absolutely. So if you like, if you whether you're an educator or you simply want to participate in the IM project. If you go to my website, IamCoachK.com, and click on Impact, you will be able to get all of the information, whether it's that you want to implement it in your school, because the goal is to impact one million teens. Woo, yes. One million teens. And the way that I am doing that is partnership through various schools, and they are building I Am Walls in their schools, and the school that's the most creative and gets the most participation mm. gets a free day with Coach K where I come and offer workshops at the school and give them the opportunity to have a fun day all on me and, and give some great swag away Ooh. as well. So um, you're able to get that information on there as well as print off the I Am poster and fill in a blank and take a picture and post it on social media yes. <laughs> because we're wanting to change the way that we speak about ourselves. Oh. Oh, and yeah. it starts with us leading by example for our teens. Yeah. Um, if you would like to get more information about my nonprofit, that's teenkick.org. And yes, we are always looking for additional volunteers, sponsors, whatever you want to do. We have the space <laughs> for you. <laughs> we need you. All right. Come on down. Okay. Um, yes. Keisha, you are you're just such a dynamic person. And... Um, so many gifts and so many talents and uh such a a giver 
Um, you and I were talking before we started recording about, you know, your self-care, right? You had a yes. whole self-care day yesterday. Yes. I'm always curious to know, you know, how are you loving on yourself um, when you do so much, especially with the work that we do, because you're pouring oh, yeah. and pouring and pouring. Listen, 2018 was the year that I learned no more can I just go, 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 mm. um, because I so many great things was happening at, at once, right? I received the Humanitarian of the Year Award. Yeah. Listen, y'all. That, that girl listen, right there. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how bless whoever chose to nominate yes. me for that. Um, because I feel like that's a lifetime of work I'm still doing. Um, but yeah, Girl. so I received that. I was receiving notifications and notoriety in different um, magazines like Sheen Magazine mm -hmm. and Voyage and things like that. And I had such great success with our retreats and yeah. getting like $60,000 of different grants within yes. a short period of time. It was like four months wow. that our um, organization received that. So th there were so many great things that was happening, but I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm. So I was just going, going, going. And when you put on something as grand as a retreat for teen girls who are struggling with various issues mm -hmm. and you're pouring out every single day and you're praying for and you're allowing them to just let it all go because you want them to leave different from the way that they came, yeah. you have to have the moment to release that. Yeah. And I didn't, mm -hmm. so I struggled. Mm -hmm. um, and I was going through a tumultuous divorce at the time, went through this bad depression and God showed me me. Mm. And he was like, you cannot give the very best if you don't first take care of you. Yeah. So now what I do, um, because I have partnerships with different counties where I'm actually implementing my um, I am well, where troubled teens come and they learn how to change their behaviors. Right. Mm -hmm. So doing that, I've learned thanks to my friend after every single session the next day nothing yeah absolutely nothing if i want to sit and read all day that's what i do yes if yeah. i want to go for a walk because i feel like walking is my worship yeah. that's what i'll do yeah um but those are ways that i will love on myself that's just wonderful. sitting in complete silence is yeah. beauty to me yes so oh, like turning yeah. it all off including the phone yes nothing yes. you know for a certain block of time yeah and allowing myself to get back feel yes. you know oh that's so um, good so yeah those are some things that i do that's good to love. by the way my phone will be off tomorrow <laughs> mental listen health day. okay i love it <laughs> what you have to mental do. health day i'm like entrepreneurs need mental health days too. i don't know and why like, we don't do that we don't ever think about it because this grind 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 in our society is telling us you've got to keep hustling you've got to keep going listen like, the word that i listened to um from um my pastor michael todd he said god is taking the hustle out of us yep time for us to recognize how to be yes yes that's a good message right, wait, that was a good just message. saying <laughs> yes absolutely yeah. okay um i know this as a coach i've seen this from therapists that i know that we can give some good advice <laughs> right yeah and then um and not do the advice ourselves what is what's the last time that you gave some advice to someone and you were like, Ooh, I don't even do that myself. Like, <laughs> like I know I need to do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Actually speaking with a friend and I was talking about um 
you know, it's important for you to actually just go boldly into what it is that he's told you to do. Stop looking at other people. They, you know, like they're, they're distractions and you just need to go forward. And in the moment of me saying it, I was like, girl, now you need to go and mute those people that you be looking at on Instagram. <laughs> Cause they not helping you. Yeah. yeah. And so, and and at that moment though, God convicted me, and I went to go and yeah. like unfollow a lot of people That's and good. mute people because I was like, I don't get this advice, and I'm not doing it. But it's normal. But I love it when we have that self check. Yeah. Because it's so real. I saw a meme. I don't know if I posted it. I think I might have put it in my stories where you have you know the meme where the guy is like. Yeah, that face. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like he was like when you give advice to someone and you advising yourself. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> listen, every single time. I don't know, every single time. It's a learning lesson. I'm like, what God has given me to give other people, He's actually giving to me yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you give so much. Um, we have an amazing sponsor, the Blessings Gallery, that's in Montrose. I have a plant that I went to give to you. My my uh word of the year which you know because we sat yes. there and mm -hmm. we did our vision boards yes, together flourish, uh, it's flourish and you know i just see what you're doing really flourishing as well um i know the work that you have put in you you're one of the few people i know that really does the work you're not just talking about it uh, whether it took you four years to launch or not, you still, because you wanted it to be perfect, you're still building, you're doing the work. And I can't wait to see what you're doing and how it's going to explode. A million teens, girl, it, you're going to exceed that so quickly. It's going to blow your mind. And so I can't wait because I'll be on the sidelines like, go Keisha, go Keisha. Yes, go, I love it. Go Keisha. <laughs> I got a whole cheer for you, girl. But um, I cannot wait. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us today. Keisha knows we could talk for like two hours. Yeah, and, and said, not even pay attention to the time. Be like, girl, I gotta go. I told you I had to be in spring. <laughs> so and be talking while we walk into the car. I know. Still talking, talking Still on talking. the phone in the car. Uh, I love you dearly. Tell everyone where they can follow you. Yes. At Candidly Coach K on all platforms. So okay. that's Insta, Facebook, um, TikTok for the kids. Yes. Yeah, go ahead over there. <laughs> I yeah. don't even know you're on TikTok. I am. I am. Go follow you on yeah. TikTok. Don't because it's it's just now getting better. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You can go now because I'm I'm more consistent oh. today. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Keisha, for being such a beautiful blessing to us and giving us some great tidbits on how we too can be uh, wonderful and make an impact, a huge impact on our world. I know that's your work. Yeah. I know that's your work, girl. All right, guys, until next time, this was Respect My Crown.